Hello everyone and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Rain Zero, and you are listening to Session 32, Undertow. This session marks a prelude of things to come as our heroes take their first foray into Old Corvosa following the burning of the Narrows. As a content reminder, this deals with politically motivated violence, disease, and police brutality. If any of these topics are too upsetting for you, feel free to take a break. But for those of you who are sticking with us, please keep in mind, our DMs are opened, and if you want to talk to us about any of the events portrayed here, or you just want to talk, we encourage you to reach out. Curse of the Crimson Throne has been something of a coping mechanism for us, a way for us to solve problems we feel helpless against in real life. And we hope that it can be that for others as well. Or just a fantastical distraction. This session features music by Philip Melvin and Kevin McLeod, as well as several sound sets by Sirenscape. Try saying that 10 times fast. More on those at the end of the show. For now, let's get back into the harrowing adventures of the Cover of Night in Curse of the Crimson Throne. beautiful husband and welcome back to curse 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 of the of the crimson, crimson throne. throne tell them what they've won you've won potentially we're at lycanthropy oh boy yes that is certainly a possibility uh we had <laughs> i think we had three people get bit last yeah time. yeah uh, we all went the frontliners yes uh we went last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne, uh, we went looking for trouble and f we found it. Uh, yes. Lenore, uh, a, a long time ago, asked, why don't we ever go to the Live Warrens? And so we went to the Live Warrens. And boy, were they alive. <laughs> uh, we were asked for help from uh, a were rat called Ares. Ares Yellow Eyes. Yellow Eyes. She yes. is a fishmonger. Yes, she's a uh, fishmonger. By day and a were rat by night. Yeah, or she's a wear out all the time. Oh, well, she's yeah, technically a wear out all the yeah. time. Um, and so she asked us for help because there was another wear out named Geerigs who was riling the wear rats in the sewers up, telling them that they needed to attack the surface before the surface attacked them. Yes. And she was very concerned that you know, wear rats usually live in the sewers and attack the occasional person or animal that mm -hmm. falls into the sewers uh, and generally like to live a quiet life hidden away from everyone and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, and no, this is not necessarily true everywhere, but in but Corvosa, this is what the where what the we're out Warrens like to do. Yes. And Ares was concerned that Geerigs uh, and his newly militaristic or militant uh, stance on trying to, you know, control or defeat the people on the surface mm -hmm. uh, would lead to their cover being blown and a lot of were rats dying. Yes. Uh, so she was like, if you can go and 
either convince Gehrig's and his followers not to attack the surface, <laughs> or if for whatever reason, heaven forbid, they don't want to listen to you, I guess you can kill them. Um, yeah. So we but, went uh, in and uh, we, um, we, we exterminated some rats. Uh, well, you specifically, you only killed Gehrig's. Yeah, um, um, we did. We did knock out everyone else. We cast. We, uh, um, we cast stabilize on the people who got knocked out, and yes. then we did kill Gehrig's. Um, yes. In the fray, um, my three frontliners, Unia, Lenore, and Ophelia, got bit. We don't know if any of them contracted lycanthropy because so, you can't really know until the full moon. Yes. I did a little bit of reading, uh, and you can't remove it as a disease because it's not technically a disease, it's a curse. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can't detect the curse because it is a supernatural effect. Ah, yes. Uh, and and detect magic uh, only really works for spell spells. effects. Yeah, spells and spell-like abilities. Yes. Uh, so we can't really know until mm-hmm. the full moon if anybody has contracted lycanthropy. But... Uh, we're we're going to have Unia cast Remove Curse on everybody f- just who got case. bit, just in case, because for a couple of days. Succeed, you did succeed on the knowledge check to know yes. about the Curse of like Anthem. Yes, to know it's a curse. Um, um, so we're going to do that. Um, but uh, in addition to that, um, we went and investigated the explosions of the bridges connecting Endron Isle to the rest of sort of the Corvosan mm-hmm. Peninsula in so far as you can call this little spit of land a peninsula. Um, and it, it was the uh, the Grey Maidens. The Grey Maidens uh, were setting up and enforcing quite violently and quite ruthlessly a quarantine. We were told, get stronger and then you can go check it out. Uh, and after we <laughs> make were t- sure you have taken care of everything you are concerned about before you proceed to here. And then after we, um, after we uh, finished fighting the weir rats, we leveled up to level six, yes. and we are now strong enough to go see what's going on in Ender Nile. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are you going to do first? Uh, we're now on the day after um, going to the weir rat, Warren. Okay, so today is uh, the fifth of Desness. What is the uh, what's what's today? Yes, this would be the fifth of this would be the fifth of Desness. Okay, so we've uh, sold our stuff at Heads Tails. We've gone. Oh, actually, um, would you be would you be interested in uh, a, a little bit of role play about the Heads Tails thing? I would love to. So, of course, you go to your favorite shop uh, down in the Pillar Hill district. Uh, with its little goblin head and its little little tail uh, hanging on a sign outside, and you will open it up and uh, and you will be greeted by a man uh, in a trench coat with a green face and red blisters oh, all over no. his face. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, hey, heads, tails, are you feeling okay? Hello, hello, welcome to the shop. Uh, Don't worry, we are fine. I am fine. Uh, you look sick. Uh, 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 I, I am, I am not sick. I, I, I am, I have a condition. I am managing my condition. Uh. And, uh, actually, as, as he says that, he watches as he pulls out a stick, and he goes, eh. 
eh, and it's like sparking like and, 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 and on like the fifth time that he shakes the thing, it pulses with energy and you watch as the as the sores go away. Wanda fix everything, fixes everything. <laughs> Uh, and now, in your experience of treating blood veil, you will know clearly the guy has blood veil. Yeah. But uh, by the effect that you've seen, also clearly has a wand of lesser restoration. <laughs> wand to fix everything, fixes everything. Puts the stick away. He does this. He puts the stick away. Uh, okay. Um, we have. Some I am fine. Okay. Uh, how about the rest of you stay outside? I can handle this. We're not leaving you alone in here with uh, him. And then, and then, uh, through the course of your interaction, you will sell all the things that you sold. Yes. And buy all the things that you bought. Yes. Lots and lots of money. And you see him just go. This is problem. We so we have problem. Yeah. We, we, we started shop because we wanted to trick adventurers into buying things. But now really? adventurers just keep buying things from us. <laughs> They're here like all the time. We have so many things. Wait a second. So you came in here to make a fake shop. Yes. And now everybody's treating you like a real shop yes. owner. And you're stuck. We can't go anywhere. They want to come in all the time. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a little bit like you crapped in your own bed and now you have to sleep in it. No, this is much worse than that. <laughs> People from bank come by, they want taxes. <laughs> We don't know taxes. <laughs> Percentages. <laughs> Tax breaks. Don't, don't you have don't you have books somewhere? Oh, Keeping no. track of this? No. Books terrible. <laughs> Why would we have books? <laughs> we count all of our monies on our fingers. Holds up a hand. One of the hands is missing a finger. Oh. We do okay. <laughs> I mean, do you want us to vouch for you? Tell people shop is terrible. Don't come here. Okay. Wherever you go, tell them Heads Tails is worse shop. Should we tell them about the dead body in the back? Oh, no, we got rid of that. I mean, uh, there was no dead body in the back. <laughs> is it? Does it still smell nope, in here? it doesn't smell anymore. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I mean, it smells. It smells like somebody shit in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> so you get all the stuff that you bought and you sell you sell, you sell all the stuff that you sold amazing uh, and they have a problem I their business it. is too successful now <laughs> <laughs> no time for 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 sneaking off and doing and doing mischiefs have to run shop all the time is this adulting <laughs>
I hate it. I hate it. All right. All right. So, so yes, you've, you've taken care of all of that now. Uh, thank you for indulging me with my little Heads Tales oh, adventures. Oh, thank you. Thank you for every scene with Heads Tales is an utter delight. <laughs> I, I am wiping tears from my eyes. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, and um, from there, uh, what would you like to do? Oh, oh. So I would like to say that uh, as part of today, uh, Unia has prepared and cast... Oh, did anybody have blood veil when we got up this morning? No. Okay. Nobody seems to be exposed okay. to blood veil today. Um, Unia will prepare and cast uh, two uses of remove curse. They will cast okay. remove curse on Lenore and on Ophelia. That's just a caster level check, yeah? Yep. So you can roll that. Uh, who was first? Uh, that would be Lenore. And then Ophelia? Yep. Okay. Just happens. It just so happens that Lenore's bedroom is closer. <laughs> So yeah, uh, and then I guess I'll just make sure that I have the rest of their spells prepped because one of the nice things about getting a headband of wisdom is sometimes you get more spells that you can prep, which is great. Unia um, is prepping a new spell today. Well, new comparatively. Uh, as all clerics can prep all spells on the cleric spell list, mm-hmm. uh, except, you know, sometimes you're limited by your alignment or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Unia is prepping a spell today called Carrion Compass. Oh. Uh, which allows you, if you are attacked by undead, uh-huh. uh, to take a piece of oh. an undead and let it lead you to the person who animated oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, they were like, you know what? We've been dealing with enough undead recently. Maybe this will help us find them. Oh my goodness sake. Uh, That's horrifying. Yeah, it is a little horrifying. Yes. Um, <laughs> Carrion uh, compass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta look at those. I mean, I looked at it before, but I just want to look at it just for clarity's purpose. Now, the undead has to be animated to use this, right? Yeah, I think cause, because undead become destroyed when they reach zero hit points, meaning yes. that you don't you don't have a bit of them to use. I wouldn't say that. It oh. depends on the undead. Okay. Um uh I think in some systems when you destroy undead their their bodies turn to dust or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and some undead do that in Pathfinder, but not all. Yeah, I suppose um, if, if like a skeleton collapses into a pile of bones, yes. you can still use like a finger bone or something. Well if it's I believe it says here uh, yeah, it says it does specifically say here if the undead to which the organ belonged is destroyed, the spell ends and the organ falls to the ground. Oh, okay. So, so we have it's, to. It's keep- not that it's not that they. It's not that upon destruction they collapse into dust or whatever. It's just this spell is dependent on the undead still existing. Okay. So what we would have to do is we would have to restrain an undead, uh-huh. um, which isn't hard uh-huh. for somebody as strong as Lenore, um, and Unia would then cut off. A, a cut out an organ or mm. like take out an eyeball or something gross uh, and then that would float and lead us to whoever's animating the undead okay. uh, and Sounds good. you know what maybe that would be helpful <laughs> alright uh, so what would you like to do next um well uh, I think now that we're strong enough uh, I would like to go to Cressida just to see if she has any information about sure. what's going on there so we don't just like roll up into Ender Nile sure. and then we're like I don't know what to do here uh Okay. <laughs> that seems like a very me thing to do. And so I'm going to try to plan a little better. So getting into Citadel Volshynik, uh, you will see that uh, the tone in Citadel is a much more somber one. Uh-oh. Uh, you do not have the people sparring in the yard. You don't have any of that. There's people are, you know, talking in small groups. 
Um, there's a distinct line being drawn now between uh-huh. between um, crimson-robed guards and the Grey Maidens and the usual Corvosan guards uh-huh. who are still wearing, like, tabards that have the symbol of the city on them. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And you can feel the tension as you walk through. All right. Um... You will see that the gray maidens that stand at some of the at the buildings uh, will regard you quietly, and <laughs> they will regard you quietly. And while you can't see their faces, there is a sense of menace to the deliberation with which they move. Damien's gonna give them the stink eye back. Mm-hmm. They will tap spears on the ground and adjust their the buckles on their shields while you're coming by and so the ones who have traditionally been stationed outside Cressida's door are now in sort of the waiting room area mm-hmm. uh, a good like 20 or 30 feet away from Cressida's office uh-huh and you can almost imagine that there was probably there could there could very easily be a line drawn on the floor that says no gray maidens beyond this point <laughs> um and they will give you a pretty hard time about going in to see Cressida. Hey, can we go that, in? That uh, they're essentially saying, uh, your regularly scheduled meeting has been canceled. Why? It seems that Field Marshal Croft does not believe that matters are worth discussing with other heads of important, important organizations within the city. Okay. And um, since this is about the time that you would usually be showing up, you see the door open down the hall, and Cressida just goes, Cover of night, please come in. You see the Grey Maidens give, like, a look. Well, it looks like we have a meeting today after all. This will be noted. Yeah, Cover of Night had a meeting! (laughs) Uh, They... (laughs) you You can just see... Briefly, uh, in the shadowed helmet's eyes narrowing at you. <laughs> and, uh, they do let you pass. So, welcome back. Hi. I'm glad that you all made it back, uh, home safely. Yeah, I mean, um, we did deal with a rat situation yesterday. Oh. Don't worry, it's, uh, it's dealt with. If any of us, uh, start having, um, undue cravings for cheese, we'll let you know. Oh, where rats? Uh, we can't tell you where rats. No, I, I mean, I'm aware of rats. I'm aware rats. I mean, I mean, I am aware of where rats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, she just, she just, she just says, were you dealing with where rats? Yeah. Ah. Uh. Well, um, that's They're, good. Everything, everything's fine. They're gonna keep living their quiet lives. Don't worry about it. Yes. Um. I mean, we we try to have the Corvos and guards contain any were rat uh, warrens we can find. Unfortunately, uh, you know they're hard to find. Yeah. Uh, uh, but if you took care of it, then uh, I'll uh, count that as a win. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, we're all okay. Um, we've gotten a little bit better at fighting. We got some shiny new stuff. Uh, points at um, his, uh, his, the faintly glowing uh, cards that he's now carrying and gestures at the uh, the nice cloaks of resistance everybody has on. Nice, nice. Well, it's good that you're getting yourselves uh, better equipped. 
Um, you were planning to go into Old Corvosa, yes? Yeah. That will probably help you there. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think looking at you right now, I might think that you, that you might be more level appropriate for, <laughs> for whatever is in Old Corvosa. Yes, now. I do believe that now that we have leveled up, we are more level appropriate. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think in a six, in a six second turn, I might be able to attack more than one thing. Good. I can attack more than that. <laughs> uh, and no, she goes, she goes, um, I have, um, at, your uh, request. I have uh, had a few of my detectives uh, researching the things you asked me about. Hi. You were looking into um, signs of undeath. Yeah. And you I wanted mean. more information about the architect who built the Death's Head Vault. Yeah. Um, mostly, yes. mostly in that um, the skulls looked really similar. Yes. Uh, almost like the same person made them. We've done a bit of research. Um, Apparently, uh, the patterning of skulls on items dealing with necromancy and such. I mean, one, that's a common thing to do. But yeah. it is, there is something of a subculture that we've found of convicts who have escaped Deathhead Vault using the imagery as something of a badge of honor. Oh. We are looking into a list of suspects. Uh, that might have, that might be responsible for using this, but it does seem that whoever, whoever made these things has been in Corvosa for much longer than we might have thought. And they were likely an escaped convict from Deathhead Vault. And that using this imagery as a way of bragging that they were captured and broken out. Well, that's... Concerning. Unfortunately, uh, yes, unfortunately, Deathhead Deathhead Vault has never been as secure as we would like. There is the sense that anyone sent to Deathhead Vault, that is the last place that they will ever go. Unfortunately, there have been records of prisoners going missing over the years. Any who are particularly invested in acts of necromancy? I'm looking into that. It's not an uncommon crime for someone sentenced to execution at Deathhead. Yeah. But uh, we are narrowing the list. Uh, I'll let you know when we have a few leads. Okay. My other concern is the Church of Abadar has been offering discounted healing for people who act as plague carters. And one of my concerns, we've had we had rumors coming out of various districts that people were looking to collect on this discount without doing the full job. Um, your friend Ashani Daughtry informed me that the Church of Abadar has been monitoring how quickly these plague carters complete their assigned routes, and some of them are completing them faster than seems possible for an average citizen if they were to be delivering the bodies to the Grey District which raises the question, if they are completing their routes, where are they putting the bodies? Well, um, we heard from the Weirats that they've been dealing with an uptick of bodies in the sewers hmm. as, yes. as, a, as repayment for 
taking care of this problem that we took care of, they said they would invest energy into making sure those corpses got taken care of. Wait, I'm sorry, were you bargaining with the were-rats? Uh, it was, uh, you know, insofar as uh, we uh, scratched their back from a, a safe social distance and they scratch our back from a safe social distance. I wouldn't let a were -rat scratch my back. It sounds like a great way to become a were-rat. speech. Uh, okay. Uh, she seems a little bit concerned by the idea that you've been negotiating with were-rats. But... Um, uh, well, I, I mean, I suppose that's one way of doing it. Uh, but, wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah. Um, do they know, um, where or what routes people have been taking that have been the shortest? There are a few. My primary concern right now is one that has, uh, essentially gained a bit more priority given recent events. Uh, there are been there are routes that have reported uh, unusually short completion times uh, in Pillar Hill District in uh, West Dock, but the one that comes to mind for me is one in Old Corvosa. Ah, it was a route uh, that went through uh, the western portion of Old Corvosa that was reporting unusually short completion times. And now that Old Corvosa is isolated, they have no way to get to the Grey District. And I am concerned that whoever was responsible for this route might continue... Dumping the bodies. Dumping the bodies. The, uh, the best site that we could come up with uh, as a possible corpse dump was a place in Old Corvosa called Rocker's Alley. Rocker's Alley? Yes. Um, it is... I, I understand that you have other business in, in Old Corvosa, but if you could investigate... That place it is near. Um, it is near an old shop called Geotori's Toys. If you could investigate, uh, maybe check in with the shop owner and see if he's seen anything suspicious. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Uh, is, have you heard anything about the people in the shingles there? Yes. Before the quarantine, there was an incident. Uh, the Grey Maidens were trying to contain. Uh, a group of protesters. Things went wrong. Oh my god. Um, unfortunately, yeah. it was just before quarantine. We don't know how many were killed. Oh shit. Caster. It was um, on Merciless Way, along the Merciless Cliffs on the west side of Old Corvosa. Uh, right in the shingles. To say that this is what I was worried about is putting it quite lightly. I couldn't have anticipated that anyone who claims to protect Corvosa would do anything like this to her citizens. So help me, Shellen, if we get into a room alone with Cordatra de Stade. I know. I have uh, set an appointment with the Queen to discuss this and the quarantine, and I promise you... I will make sure that she is well aware of her rights as monarch and those she appoints. And this is not within them. Damn right it's not. If we had a seneschal, this is the sort of thing that might... I hesitate to say it, but this is the sort of thing that might warrant restricting the crown to the castle. If, for, if not for the fact that she has already chosen that for herself. This is bad. 
It is bad. And if it helps, I will tell you, you are not the only ones with similar opinions on the matter. I wish I could say more, but... No, you keep you keep your sources and your allies on the down-low. Yes. Suffice it to say, I don't think there's anywhere that I can talk to you where people might misconstrue what I have to say. Yeah. I noticed you moved those maidens away from your door. It's largely a cosmetic move. It does I, make it easier for them not to hear you, though. I don't know that that's even true. Well, but it makes me feel better anyway. Yeah. So, uh, are you going into Old Corvessa then? Yeah, we're going to head up there. We okay. got some people to check on and okay. uh, some uh, a corpse drop to check out. Okay. Very well. Before uh, before they all head out, Unia is going to um, come up. Oh, um... Uh, actually, actually, before you before you go, um, she will say, you know, if you're looking for somewhere to stretch your legs, I hear Jigare's Light is a nice place to visit. Great views there. Jigare's. That's the you would know that as the lighthouse on the uh, north shore of the Jigare River at the mouth uh, where it wraps around Endron Isle. Huh. Okay. There's a lighthouse sort of meant to ward people away from the merciless cliffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Field Marshal Croft. Yes. First, I would like to thank you for your continued assistance. Will it be... Will we be allowed to go into Endron Isle? As I understand it, there is no issue with going in. It's getting out that is the issue. Will we be recorded going into Endron Isle? If you choose to go through official channels, such as over the barricades at uh, the Great Bridge, then yes, uh, the Grey Maidens will note your entrance. Understood. Thank you for the leg-stretching suggestions. Of course. It's a lovely view. I myself have, on in, in better times, taken to wandering the shore, skipping stones. That sounds lovely. That's a great spot. Um, a few hundred <laughs> feet up the... <laughs> A few hundred feet up the coast. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So. All right. So um, we will head out. Okay. Uh, and um, so uh, picking up that Cressida is telling us what would be a good place to sneak over to Endron Isle. We will he- we will head to. Uh, the the spot that Cressida has suggested to stretch our legs. Let me bring you over to the Corvosa map. Oh yeah, so it's off it's off on the opposite shore from Endron Isle. Yes. Um, yes, the North Shore. Yes, the North Shore. Yes. Um so basically what we're gonna do is uh we'll head out of the city. Um and like by North Bridge. Okay. Or is that like is would High Bridge be less Highbridge might be less conspicuous. Okay. Now, any place in and out of the city, they are going to be documenting your movement. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there are checkpoints set up uh, that are essentially testing people for blood veil uh, and trying to restrict people's movement in and out of the city. Okay. So at any place you go, there is going to be somebody who is going to make a heel check on you. Okay. And check you for blood veil. All right. Well, um... And ask where you're going, and ask when you're going to be back. Yeah. 
Um, so, I mean, um, we can probably tell them that we're going um, to Trail's End. Okay. And that we'll be back... Gosh, how long are we expecting to be out? We'll be back at the end of the day or early the next day. Okay. Um, what are you like visiting? Visiting? Uh, yeah, we're 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 visiting the soldados and also, uh, uh, yeah, we're visiting and, and Damien's brother. Yeah, and Damien's brother. Uh, and you know, you don't know how long you might be there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but not not more than a couple of days at most. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you want me to roll bluff checks? Yeah, we're rolling a bluff check. So, uh, Damien got a natural 20, uh, <laughs> for a total of 22, and Lenore got a 15 for a total of 17. So, Ophelia, or Siren, starts, uh, coming up with a story, and then Damien adds that he's going to see his brother, and it seems just so genuine. Uh-huh. His, his, uh, he smiles a little bit, uh, and it's just, it, everybody kind of goes, oh. Uh, and so we have a 26. Okay. Uh, All right, so uh, you you say this, and, and the guard seems to go. I guess that makes sense. Uh, uh, we uh, you're the cover of night. Yeah, we have it on record that you were investigating uh, an outbreak at Trails End. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes just, sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, there will be a Queen's physician also stationed here to go. Now, please, I I must of course uh, test you to see if you have contracted blood veil. Even if you are not showing any symptoms. That's fine. Right. Uh, and he's going to do a heal check on you. Uh, he does heal checks on all four of you and uh, gives you a clean bill of health. Yay! Uh, guys, uh, take care while in uh, Trails End. Uh, it was, of course, one of the first outbreak sites. And unfortunately, being outside the city walls, there have been less resources that could be sent there. Thank you for your concern. And, uh, we shall await your return here. Thank if you. If you are not back in three days, we will investigate to make sure that you are safe. Thank you so much. Of course. Uh, and, uh, the guard will go, all right, go about your business. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll, um, we'll go across Highbridge and then we'll go out the... Uh, the exit um, right in front of the thief camp, uh, sort of right by Thuminexus College. Yes. Uh, and we'll make our way up to Trails End along sort of this road that goes off the map and then goes up. Uh, okay. We'll walk through Trails End and then we will walk along the North Shore to the lighthouse. Um, while in Trails End, uh, you'll notice that there does seem to be an increased presence of the uh, Bashwater Boys just guarding storefronts. Mm -hmm. There's a few of them, like, posted there. And, uh, actually, this would be the first time that any one of them actually approaches you. Ah. And, uh, they go, you, you're from the city, right? Yeah. You, uh, you're not sick, are you? Nope. Okay. If we were sick, we wouldn't be coming through town. Hmm. Whichever, I wish that were true of everybody. Yeah. How's everybody doing here? Not great. Yeah. How are the soldados doing? Soldados are, uh, they're doing good. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, checked in on them, uh, you know, they're, they're fighters. Yeah. Were you still doing okay? <laughs> uh, what's that, the little one? Yeah. Yeah, she's- the kiddo. She's, she's got a lot of energy. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, the boys, they got a lot of promise. Might make good fighters one of these days here. Well, don't push them too hard. There's a lot going on. You know, here in Trails End, we push as hard as we need to. Makes sense. Sometimes you gotta push a little harder than usual. Well, don't let me stop you. Hmm. Alright. And, uh, from there, you would be able to continue on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna fight him today. <laughs> but yeah, um... There's definitely less people on the in the streets now in Trails yeah. End. Yeah. Um, whether that's because they're observing quarantine practices and staying at home, or that there's less of them, it's not clear. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Geotori's Toys, is that on the inside of the... Uh, it's outside, actually. Outside, okay, so... Generally, generally when I put a map pin, uh, the point of the pin is okay. going to be where it is. Okay. So it will be along Jagari Street. Okay. Uh, as Jagari Street approaches Merciless Way. All right. Uh, Merciless Way being, of course, the road that goes along the Merciless Cliffs. Okay. So named because, uh, like, many current will sweep ships right into the Merciless Cliffs and destroy them. Well, that sounds like a terrible place to swim. Yeah. Um. So, uh, presuming that we want to try to swim across the river, mm -hmm. but we don't want to end up inside we'll say the gated community here because that's an additional checkpoint we have to go through. Mm -hmm. um, what do the cliffs look like just on the western side of that wall? Let me check. Siren has snuck over the walls in the gated community before, but I would prefer not to try it. Actually, uh, actually, there might be more information about the Merciless Cliffs, but uh, I don't know if you would know it. Uh, it would depend on the knowledge history roll. Ooh, I can make a knowledge history roll. Oh, Damien. Okay. What does Ophelia know? Now, I must I must clarify a thing here. The reason Damien fails so many roles is because he can try nearly every skill. Um, he has a rank in nearly every skill. Um, so I generally just have him roll for everything, but that does mean that when he rolls, he has a, you know, the more you roll, the more chances you have to fail. Um, so uh, Ophelia got a 15. Okay. Damien aids. Uh, for a 17. And then, oh, oh, Unia. Unia, your modifier is so good. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, Unia got a 16. Uh, so 16 with two aids, that's, uh, 20. 20. Okay, yeah, yeah, you would know about this then. Fun facts. Yeah, so, fun fact, it is both named for the dangerous currents that often bash ships against the, against the cliffs. And also named after a ship... Captained by uh, Kira the Wave, uh, Captain Kira Palin, uh -huh. uh, who uh, lived from 4385 to 4429, captained the frigate Merciless uh -huh. as uh, part of Admiral Kiamalu's uh, flotilla and was known for aiding in a bunch of maneuvers uh, that helped uh, with the siege of Corvosa. Uh huh. She had a uh, long relationship with Waden Endrin, uh, namesake of Endrin Isle, mm -hmm. uh, and they had two children, uh, Lucian and Mina. Uh. Uh, she was an accomplished and excellent sailor and is remembered in several ways around Corvosa. The Laughing Wave Inn uh, in Mainshore takes its name from uh, her epithet, as is Wave Street uh, in Bridgefront. Uh, her, her name appears elsewhere in the town and beyond, most noticeably in the industrial holding of, of uh, Palin's Cove, 
It's about 80 ah. miles away. Uh, so yeah, the cliffs are both named for her ship, the Merciless, uh, and also for the nature of how merciless they can be. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I have art of her, actually. <gasps> Unia, how do you know all this? It happened when you were stoned. I found a book about ships. I read it. <laughs> I like ships. <laughs> also, it totally happened before I was turned to stone, so I might have also learned it back then. Oh, I lost track of time. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at her. Uh, I did know a little bit about Corvosa when I first came here. <laughs> and that was actually much more recent information then. <laughs> I read it, I read about it in the newspaper. They had newspapers back then? <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, this isn't actually come up, come up, but uh, uh, there is actually uh, on the forums uh, for Paizo, there's uh, there is a template for a newspaper uh, for Corvosa. <gasps> uh, I haven't done any because uh, you know, I haven't really had time to make any, but um, it, it's a really great way of doing handouts. Yeah, uh, and I have heard a few people talking about like games where they actually had their heroes exploits uh, written up in the newspaper. <laughs> And when I was, so it's, it's, one of, it's one of those great things that like when you're starting the game, you go, I would love to do this. And then when you're running the game, you're like, I have no fucking time to do this. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, cute as frick. Right. So uh, if you're looking for a way up, the, yeah, the Merciless Cliffs, they're going to be difficult to get up. Uh -huh. now, there are a lot of natural caves along them. So you might be able to like pull your boat up in one of the caves. Oh. Um, and then, like, climb. Where we're going, but, we don't need boats. But, um, so there are a lot of natural caves, and you might be able to use some of those to hide, uh, to, like, like you know, like, row across or swim across and then take refuge in one of the caves, recover your strength, and then climb the cliffs. Mm-hmm. However, um, you know, it's probably, that's probably not the best way. Yeah. But, um, you will get to this place about 400 feet up, right? Uh-huh. And uh, to that regard, um, give me a survival check. Oh, ooh, survival, survival. Uh, Lenore put another rank in survival. Lenore. Ugh. World a natural one. I'm oh, going to no. have somebody else roll survival. I mean, I, everyone can roll survival. Okay. Uh, uh. I was just real excited. All right. Well, uh, Lenore and Unia got sub 10 rolls. Um, Ophelia rolled real well. Uh Ophelia rolled a 17. Uh, okay. Damien rolled a 14. Uh, so 19. <laughs> All right. With a 19, uh, you are able to find uh, that uh, along the shore up here, there is a little boat pulled up on shore. <gasps> uh, and uh, looking at it, you will find that it, it seems to be just like a little fishing boat. Mm -hmm. It does have like a, a sail that can be put up, mm -hmm. but it's not a huge sail. It's, you know, just like a little thing. Just like single rope controlled yeah. sail, but but primarily it, look, it looks like it's meant to be rowed. Mm -hmm. And you will find carved along the edge of it is Orasini imports <laughs> uh, on one of the oh. one of the sides, and uh, you will find uh, stashed in the boat. There's like a little knapsack <gasps> that has some climbing gear in it. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, also a map. It's a very simple map, uh, mm -hmm. but looking at it, you will be able to gather that it is essentially 
directing you to a cave along the north shore uh-huh. of uh, Old Corvosa. Okay. Within the within the Walden area. Okay. Uh, that that it, it basically it's indicating go to this cave. There there will be a place where you can climb up. Ah. Uh, and also you can stash your boat. Okay. You know I was going to swim across uh, using the bottle of air, but good deal. If, are there are there watchtowers along here? Yes. Um, and it's daytime. It is daytime. So they'll probably see a rowboat. Yeah, probably. Okay. Well. He could swim. We can take the climbing gear and we can swim. To anybody looking, it looks like we're about to take a refreshing dip into the very disgusting Jagari River for fun. <laughs> Uh, as we get on our, as we get on our swimming gear, amazing. Uh, look, I mean, this is this is where it lets out. Maybe it's like not quite as gross here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Downstream of the entire city, maybe it's not as gross. Um, we'll put on our swimming gear. We'll put on our goggles, and then before we, oh gosh. I have a question. I don't know if this can be answered by you or if I should do yes. some sort of role. If I do something like cast obscuring mist around the party before we go into the water, yeah. will that be more or less suspicious than if mm. we just go into the water? Um, so would it be more conspicuous for you to go, Hadurad is dying! And, and uh, <laughs> this huge cloud of mist appear around you and then, uh, what, a few rounds later? Yeah. Dissipate and then you're not there? <laughs> Or would it be easier to go blah, 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 down into the water? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, uh, I'll I let you be the judge. <laughs> I forget how flashy spellcasting is. It's pretty flashy. I forget. Okay, um, I will have everybody roll stealth okay. just for how generally inconspicuous we are getting into the water. Yes. Um, because once we're under the water, like nobody will see us yes. as murky as frick and disgusting. But not bad, not bad, not yeah. bad. Yeah. Okay. So Unia, I, I guess we wouldn't. We also wouldn't be swimming in our armor, so we'd be taking the armor off. Okay. Uh, so no armor check penalties and stuff. We swam in our armor last time, and it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> so Unia got a sixteen. Okay. Damien got a oh my goodness sake a nineteen. Okay. Ophelia got a uh a twenty-five. And Lenore got a um So nobody nobody's under a ten, yeah. Lenore got an eleven. Yeah, so nobody rolled nobody rolled under a ten. Uh so twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. I am sneaking. I am sneaking. Sneaking, sneaking, sneaking. Doesn't seem that anybody's noted your presence. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. My my spread there's not bad. That's pretty yeah. good. Knock on wood. Um, uh, yeah. And we will uh, we will swim along, not having to breathe any of the water. Yeah. We will pass the bottle of air between us and just slowly make our way across the river. Excellent. Um, and uh, doing that, you will get to uh, you will find this cave. Hey, 
uh, that is marked on your map. There is a little pier inside the cave. Aww. Looks like it's meant for tying up your boat. There would be it'd be like a chest on the pier that actually has a couple torches Aww. and a couple of pitons. I'd say like five or ten pitons. Okay, so in addition to the climbing gear that we brought along, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we just stuffed that in the haversack, uh, and we'll we'll put all of our swimming gear away. Now, now the area through here. Uh, does actually have a a set of ropes already strung up going up into the uh going up into the uh <clears throat> going up uh through this like kind of kind of sinkhole okay um that's probably just been cleared away and made into a uh nice little climbing space nice good and it has pitons driven into the walls and uh rope attaching them gosh did did Van Carlo helped Cressida and Blackjack put all this together? That's so cool. Uh, yeah, this would be a fairly easy climb check, actually. Okay. Like a DC 5, because um, it's uh, got yeah, the... Yeah, it's uh, DC 5. It is a rope next to a wall, uh, or a knotted rope. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, have everybody with roll. The, with the pythons and uh, proper climbing gear, uh, you are not. You are never in risk of falling to your death. Good. Uh, uh, the, the worst that will happen is that you are delayed a little bit if you fail your check. Oh, uh, well, the lowest that I rolled was uh, an eight on die, uh, and that <laughs> so was and that was Lenore. That was Lenore. So uh, that was uh, so with so so without her armor on. That's actually a uh, a seventeen. <laughs> oh, okay. Then no, you're fine. <laughs> she rolls strong. Uh, yeah. Nobody else rolled lower than ten. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys are able to actually climb up quite easily, and uh, you will find yourselves uh, coming out uh, in. In a of a small hole uh, behind an abandoned building along the coast. Ah. Uh, we will put our armor and stuff back on. Uh, that'll it, take a it, couple of it minutes. It looks and and like when I say an abandoned building, I, I don't mean like a falling apart. Abandoned building is is uh, probably the wrong way of putting it. You are in you are in um, Fort Corvosa now. This is probably someone's timeshare that they're just not using right now. <laughs> it's an Airbnb. It's an Airbnb without any without any guests. In fact, actually, more likely, you will come up in the basement of uh, of some some building. <laughs> well, uh, I hope somebody's thinking of a, an interesting story as to how we got into this person's basement. Oh, don't worry, I've got it. <laughs> All right. We were uh, looking for the bathroom. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> Nobody ever asked me questions after that. <laughs> All right. Uh, and uh, with that, oh, I should actually start Sirenscape because <gasps> we are now in Old Corvosa. Yes, and we'll put our we'll put our uh, um, uh, can you armor back on? I can hear that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Damien will press to digitate on people's hair so that it's no longer wet. Uh, Dry everyone off. Yep dry everyone off and then we will we will proceed out into Fort Corvosa like nothing is amiss mm -hmm. <laughs> all right so you are in Fort Corvosa um uh is there anything you would like what would you like to do first well now that we're in Fort Corvosa let's go check on Vin Carlo <laughs> <laughs> uh he was on our list of people we needed to check on so okay. um, um so making your way through you will you will, uh, you will make it down a few alleys, uh, being careful to avoid patrols, I believe. Yes. Um, uh, give me another stealth check. Okay. 
just how well you're avoiding so controls and things. A, a general, don't be suspicious check. Don't be suspicious. Now, we do have our armor on now, so I will be taking armor check penalties into account. Gotcha. This is making up for the horrible rolling I did before session start. Yunia got a 15. Damien got a 21. Lenore got a 15. And Ophelia got a... Oh boy, Ophelia got a 17. So 21 is the highest. Nobody rolled below a 10. So 20... 25. <laughs> Alright, um, let me describe this area for you. Yes. How does Fort Corvosa look? It's full of rich people. Fort Corvosa looks like it's been locked down quite well. There are not a lot of people out on the streets and such. There's not the same air of everything falling apart. Yeah. Every now and then you might pass a building and you might see somebody out there having a cigarette or something. Wow. Uh, and they're there and maybe maybe one or two people standing on their porch and having a talk about oh oh it's really terrible what's happening outside the walls. Oh uh, uh. uh well uh, luckily luckily uh, I've I've already arranged for couriers uh who can who can come in through Arcona imports. Yes, it is rather good that Arcona Imports is still able to operate uh, regularly, etc., mm. etc. Et yeah, but with but it's like I'm confused though. Weren't most of their docks on the mainland? It's like now now I I'm sure that they have a few people that they work with here on Endron Isle. Uh, I don't think that there should be any disruption of trade here. Da 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 da. Arcona Imports still functioning without disruption. Just uh. Making a note of that—that's interesting. Mm -hmm. it, it, it seems that it seems that Fort Corvosa has been doing actually quite well. This is the advantage, I guess, of having enough money to consistently pay for removed disease, and then not letting those nasty poor people into your gated community. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, so, Ugh. getting down toward uh, Van Carlo's shop, yes. uh, or sorry, uh, toward Orsini Academy. Yes. Um, you will see that the that the academy is closed. Uh huh. Uh, attending to business elsewhere. Oh. Uh, I gotta talk. This guy's talking right into my ear. Yeah. Gotta get rid of him. Complaining about the queen, uh, <laughs> yeah. There, there are people. There are people complaining about the queen. It's like I can't even visit my summer home now that all the bridges are out. Ah, uh, <laughs> so horrible. I, look, I understand that they must contain the shingles, but what about the rest of us? I have business that I must attend to. <sighs> yes. So yeah, um, Orsini Academy will be closed, and there's no sign of Vincarlo or Dingaro anywhere. Okay. And if you will go... Uh, so, do you proceed over to his house? Yeah. Alright, going over to his house, there is a similar sign uh, on there that says attending to business outside the city will return uh, in a few days. Gosh, he probably left when everything was locked down. Actually, um, out of character. Wondering if that boat was over uh, on Jigari, uh, over next to Jigari Light because... Then Carlo took it across the river and then left town. Who knows? But yeah, there doesn't seem to be any sign of him. Yeah. Do you want right. to break in? <laughs> no. No. Okay. 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 Um, um, and like listening at the windows and things or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, maybe knock on the door. Yep. Uh, yeah. You don't hear any sign of anyone in the house. 
Mm. Um, Which notably also means you don't hear any sign of kids in the house. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I would imagine that as soon as this stuff started going down... Ben Carlo got out. <laughs> he, he knows he knows how the queen feels about his uh, political affiliations. Yeah. Yeah. He's no idiot. Um, so, okay. Okay. Um, so now we have to get out of Fort Corvosa. Now I noticed there is, there's like a service road going along the cliffs mm-hmm. north of the, north of the wall. Um, is that being guarded or could we sneak through there? Good question. You would like to investigate that? Yes. So, um, just to give you a little bit of an idea, um, there are there are four main districts in Old Corvosa here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm going to draw them on your map, and I'll also be describing them for you. Okay. Uh, drawn here in red, uh, which is um, if you if anybody if anybody wants to follow along with this, um, so sort of defined by the wall that protects Fort Corvosa, mm-hmm. you have uh, you have Fort Corvosa. Which is the most, uh, which is, uh, it is less a ward than a modeled citadel. The second incarnation of Fort Corvosa stands atop Garrison Hill and overlooks both Old Corvosa and Conqueror's Bay. Mm. High granite walls around the fort have received no maintenance since their completion and have begun to crumble as a result. Thanks Mm. to an arrangement made between House Arcona and the city, Palace Arcona, along with its many side buildings, provide the home to the ward's only permanent residence, the noble family and its servants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so basically it, it contains, it contains uh, palace Arcona. Mm-hmm. Uh, it contains the old city hall or yeah. Academy. And of course the Endrin military Academy uh-huh. uh, where, uh, where many of the military forces in in Corvosa and also people from other cities are trained. Oh wow! Uh, like this, like Endrin Military Academy is a is a very well respected school. Have the Grey Maidens uh, taken over that as well? Uh, good question. Uh, uh, do you want to investigate I'm, that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Then um, you don't know. Um, and uh, so, so this is the more affluent of the neighborhoods. Yeah, Lenore. Um, Lenore looks around with some discomfort and no small amount of distaste. So this is how the other half lives then. Uh, well, I mean, actually, technically not the other half because of the uh, unequal distribution of wealth. This is more like the upper, the the other ten percent or so. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. whatever. That's a smaller half. That's fine. <laughs> uh, to the south, we have sort of outlined in uh, orange here for you on your map, uh-huh. along the merciless cliffs, wrapping around and going to the narrows. We have Bridgefront, the first place that developed a shingles district. Mm-hmm. It occupies a narrow spit of land at the base of Garrison Hill, reaching only three blocks inland from the strait. Sandwiched between them, of course, is Garrison Hill. Mm-hmm. It is described here as crammed in the narrow confine between the towering walls of Fort Corvosa and the towering humanity of Bridgefront. Garrison Hill rises up on the eastern slope of the eponymous hill. Uh, so, wrapping around Fort Corvosa and onto the eastern hill, we have Garrison Hill. Now, the streets here uh, widen out from the cramped alleys of Bridgefront, uh, although it is more accurate to say that they retain their original widths and have not been encroached upon by the spreading mass of shanties. Residents of Garrison Hill struggle with the oozing spread of destitution in the nearby wards. Goodness, that is some conflation of poverty with disease there. Uh Uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. Friendly reminder that this is written by the tourism board. Yeah. Uh, And then over, uh, over on the west, we have Old Dock. 
uh, which is uh, which is uh, described here as if not for the festering poverty and unwholesome growth that is Bridgefront. Good God, Abadarans. Yeah, yeah uh, Old Dock would be considered the city's most rundown and least desirable ward. In many ways, though, it actually does bear the dubious, uh, it actually does bear those dubious distinctions. Whereas the people of Bridgefront mostly lead honest, if poverty-stricken lives, those of Old Dock rarely burden themselves with such trifles as legality, morality, and compassion. Indeed, rough-and-tumble old Doc accounts for more than half the city's violent crimes, despite frequent heavy patrols by the Corvosan Guard. Uh, this uh, old Doc is also home to uh, such wonderful things as the Sticky Mermaid, yes. Jagari's Jug, and Eel's End. And the Temple of Aridin. Uh And the Temple of Aridin. But yeah, uh, so you would like to follow this north service road around the edges of... Fort Corvosa, oh, Corvosa into Garrison Hill. Yeah, the road will the road leading a, a, along uh, the North Cliffs will definitely be less heavily guarded than the walls. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just by the very nature of there's no wall here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's kind of on a on a lower elevation, wrapping around the hill. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And um, there will probably be a way. What did you get on your stealth check before? Twenty five. All right, you will. Uh, be able to find a way around uh, there. There is a bit of a checkpoint near where the wall would have extrapolated out, mm. but you could make cut your way down a few back alleys and things mm. and get some, and get th- out. Go through some backyards of some more empty Airbnbs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> uh, but now we are getting into sort of the Garrison Hill area. Yeah, and here it's a bit worse. There are patrols that are not guards. There are people that have uh, taken to wielding clubs and uh, grabbing like little flags that have just flags of various colors that they are roaming the district with. Uh, And some some of them, you see them knocking on doors and uh, shaking people down for money. Oh, my word. It seems that um, people have taken uh, taken this as an opportunity to uh, get get what's coming to them, as they might think. Oh, jeez. And uh, every now and then you would hear uh, the sounds of combat breaking out in places where these groups are clashing. And if we weren't here under extreme secrecy... I mean, you can do whatever you want. uh, I mean, we're going to keep an eye out for uh, innocent people being shaken down for money. Uh, Uh, And... uh and probably somewhere south of Fort Corvosa Boulevard, uh, you would find uh, just that there are there is there are uh, some people knocking on a door. You'll see uh, probably a, a middle-aged man come to the door, balding. Uh, he's just saying, like, I- "I'm sorry, I-, I don't, I don't have anything more that I can give. I, I, we, 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 we need resources to ride out the the quarantine." And uh, this guy who's who's knocking at the door is just like. Well, we need a lot to keep your streets safe, and our records indicate that you haven't contributed enough to, to uh, the security effort. Lenore's We're putting in a lot of work for you. Lenore's gonna poke him in the back with the uh, wooden part of with the with the haft of her polearm. Hey, asshole! Uh, there's there's like there's like four or five of them. Hey, assholes! What? Who the fuck are you? We're keeping the streets clean for free. We got these streets. We've been controlling them for the last three days. I'm you real think proud of you. you think you can just come in here and undercut us? 
I'm actually really impressed that you're able to count that high. And see the guy, like, looks at, at uh, his friends, and they all sort of, like, move in around you like, Who the fuck are you? You don't need to know. I think I do. You're on my territory. We're the people who are going to kick your asses. <laughs> are you now? Oh, yeah. Cracks knuckles. Lenore, uh, Lenore will break into a blood rage and just, like... Right. Start slicing. Please roll for initiative. Yeah! I'm gonna use a Bashwater Boy, actually. Because <laughs> I already have their tokens. It's not a Bashwater Boy, but... Well, it's a good thing Lenore got improved initiative, because she rolled a two on die! Uh... <laughs> Everybody else rolled okay. So, Lenore got a nine. Damien got a twenty-two. Ophelia got a... An eleven. Unia is not on the tracker yet. I will roll for them. Oop. All right, Damien. We so so uh, they, these guys start to cir- like circle around you as you're talking to them, and uh, and like crack their knuckles and stuff. A few of them, a few of them uh, swing in some clubs, mm-hmm. and uh, they're gonna go. And uh, and Damien, you you very quickly uh, gather that they are about to start attacking. All right. Damien is going to swift action, charge up his cards with yes. pl- plus one shock. Uh, then Damien is going to spell combat. Uh-huh. Damien is going to cast web. I the- will tell you that the way that they're oriented, there's not really a safe way that you can get web that will cover them and not you or web and not the guy in the house. Uh, um. Yeah. Like you, you are all within uh, roughly like 15 feet of a building uh, uh, on a road that is probably about 30 30 feet wide. Mm, I was really excited about webbing. Uh, yeah, that, it's it's not okay. really a good spot for that's it. That's okay. Uh, Damien's going to glitter dust them then. Uh, okay. Yeah, you could you could hit all of them if you want. Yeah, da- yeah. so he'll uh, um, spell combat, glitter dust, that's a DC 17, will save. Will they save? Fail. Huh? Wait, no, fail. Uh, pass. Fail. Uh, who passed? Uh, we're gonna say that I'm gonna mark the guy that passed. This guy passed. Uh, the north uh, of the group passed. Okay. Uh, but everyone else is blinded. All right, and then as part of spell combat, I'm also going to fire a card, um, uh, a plus one shock card from the magical hero deck. Oh, if it's already magical, is that a plus two then? Yes, if you add a plus one to it, that would be plus two. All right, a plus two shock card. So that would be plus 12, and then he's within 30, so it's plus 13, minus 2, so it's back to plus 11. Okay, um, so we're going to roll the hit uh, at one of the guys who's uh, at the boss. We're going to throw okay. out the boss. Uh, that is whew, a 27 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> this, is the, this is the guy that's that's not blinded? Uh, it's the, the guy in charge. Okay, yeah. That would be the guy that, that, that would be the guy that, uh... Yeah. And so we're going to roll damage. Uh... 1d4 plus 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, plus 3, actually, because uh, precise shot. Or point blank shot. So, uh, 5. 5 points of piercing damage, and then 1d6 of, oh, sh- no. of shock damage. 6 points of electricity damage. Ouch. Yeah, uh, you watch as this, as this card embeds in his chest. And <laughs> Uh, looks like one solid hit like that will probably take him out again. Uh, to which 
he is going to uh, sort of try to run around the edges and attack you. Yeah. Um, and... <sighs> Lenore hasn't gone yet, so Lenore is not going to be able to attack of opportunity. Ooh, 24 to hit you. That'll do it. And he hits you with eight points of damage. Ouch. As he, as he actually takes this cudgel and like <laughs> smacks you upside the head. Ow, my horn! You jerk! Don't you forget it. <laughs> Guy comes up and he, and he smacks Damien in the face with a cudgel. Oh, you made a mistake, friend. Ophelia. Well, Damien doesn't technically threaten. No. But I imagine if we knock this uh, this guy in charge out, the other ones will run away, tearfully wiping glitter from their eyes. Uh -huh. So what Ophelia is going to do is Ophelia is going to try her new her new vigilante ability. Um, <gasps> she is here as Siren. She's going to uh -huh. try her new vigilante ability. Uh, running forward, uh, she is going to try to... She's going to make an acrobatics check to try to move through... Um, big guy's space. Yes. And we're talking, so this guy, this guy, he's probably dressed like a dock worker. Um, yeah. He's got like a vest on, no shirt underneath, uh, high water pants. We're going to call, uh, we're going to call him top asshole. Top asshole. Yes. He's uh, gonna, she's going to try to move through top asshole space. Uh huh. He's got like a little bandana tied around his head. Ooh, that is not a bad roll at all. Um, a 21 to hit uh to go, to move through the space what is the do you know what the dc for that is it's a, it's against their cmd just just their cmd it's it's the it's the dc to move through their space oh so there'd be cmd plus 5 then oh okay yes which is not actually going to be enough uh to to move through his space is it uh, do i do i get an attack of opportunity so you will provoke an attack of opportunity okay 18 to hit you nope all right, you. All right, so no, no hit, uh, and then uh, you still get to do your swift action attack, right? Yes. All right, so do that. Yes. Uh, hold on, I'm adding. Uh, boop. All right. Uh, now I attack. Oops, this is not Ophelia's die. This is Ophelia's die. Uh, Fourteen to hit. That'll hit, actually. Hey. Okay. Yeah. These these guys are not very heavily armored. They don't look like great fighters. 1d8 plus 3d4 plus 1. Okay, so that does 8 points of slashing damage and 7 points of hidden strike damage. Ouch. He's unconscious. So, uh, he he hits Damien Once. with his cudgel uh, and, and Siren just runs up and like gets in his space and he tries to swing the cudgel at her and he misses and she yep. stabs in and she just gets him like this really nasty gut wound and just mm -hmm. pulls it back out. Yeah. Uh, and she looks at the the other uh, the other enemies, uh, having not actually taken an attack action yet on her turn here, uh, and goes, who's next? Uh, and they go, what, what's going on? I can't see anything. Just kill, we just killed your big guy. What? He's knocked out. Not he's Francis. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he's friggin' dying, man. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, I, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. As soon as I get this glitter out of my eyes. Yunia. Yunia. Uh, they're gonna, um, they're gonna cast... Well, hmm. A complicated moral quandary has come in. Should I cast Stabilize on Head Asshole? I'm gonna hold off. Um, Yunia is going to cast hold person on one of the other 
one of the uh, one of the other assholes who still seems like very interested in fighting. Yes. Um, that's a DC seventeen will save, or is that a fort save? Will save, I will, believe. Will save. All right. Um, this is gonna be a fail. All right. So one of them is frozen in place. Is hold. Is hold. And then, uh, Yunia is gonna move around to get into flanking with Lenore. Okay. And Lenore. Lenore cracks her knuckles, goes into a blood rage, pulls out her fauchard, and starts swinging. Oh my gosh. Uh, so first attack is going to this uh, uh, asshole in front of me who doesn't have any flanking yet uh, because uh, I would like to take advantage of the flanking for my iterative. That makes sense. Did, did all of the other assholes here still seem interested in fighting? Yeah. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, okay. Uh, they, uh, they're they're all blinded though. So, so so yeah. So the the one that oh, the one that um, uh, Unia held is actually the one they're in flanking with Lenore with. Uh, Lenore uh, is going to attack uh, this one to her right. Ah, it was on the fourteen, and then it bounced right off. Oh, that is that is still a hefty bonus. Uh, Seventeen to hit. That'll hit. All right, one uh, D ten plus fifteen points of damage. Uh, that is seventeen points of damage. Uh, which which one? This is the not flanked one. Yeah, the not flanked one. All right, yeah, you carve out a nice portion of that guy's health. Uh, and then Lenore's gonna take her second hit. Since it does, since that guy hasn't gone down yet, he's gonna he's gonna get hit again. Actually. <laughs> okay. All right, or we're gonna try. We're gonna try because this is an iterative attack. Okay. Um, aw, it rolled the same. So that's a twelve to hit. No, that's gonna right. be a miss. All right. All right, and then Lenore, um, Lenore swings with with a lot of heart and not a lot of accuracy. Right. So the guy up here is actually going to. He's held. Oh, he's held. Right, that guy's held. He is old. He is. Uh, so I make another save at the end of my turn, right? Yep. Ooh, natural twenty. So he's gonna make a save uh, from it from there. Uh, and then uh, we go to the next one, who's right here, uh, with four hit points remaining. This guy's going to withdraw and run. Yeah, Lenora, let him go. You watch as he, as he's uh, trying to clear his eyes. He's like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna gonna go join another group. This this group sucks." Never do this again. I'm gonna do it again tomorrow. No. <laughs> uh, with a better group that won't get caught with by you guys. We're gonna get you again. The other guy is going to move up to flank you. Oh, I'm gonna attack of opportunity him. Ooh, nice. I Now, I just, I learned again that once a day I get a plus two on attacks of opportunity, so I'm gonna use that here. Actually, he's blind. Uh, he can't see you, uh, so he's just gonna move straight up to you. Alright. Because he can't see to, uh, he can't see to flank you. Okay, I will still give him an attack of opportunity. Plus mm -hmm. two on this. Mm -hmm. Oh! That's not bad, Lenore. That is a 26 to hit. That will be a hit. Roll big, roll big, roll big. 24 points of damage. He's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> and Damien. Damien. Uh, so this guy's bleeding out. You see, uh, uh, you, the the uh, the guy that was previously held is now like, is now, um, Oh wait, did he, he also needed to make a save against the Glitter Dust, right? Uh, well no, at the end of his turn he saved against the hold, so I don't think he can also save against the Glitter Dust. 
I think you can save against both. You don't actually have to do anything oh, you don't? to save against glitter. Yeah, you don't have to like spend a move action to wipe it out of your eyes or something like with a dirty trick. Uh, so I think he could technically also make a save against the glitter dust. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try that. Yeah. What is the save? It's a DC 17 also. All right, no, he's still blinded. Okay. Um, as he, as he, he becomes an unheld and then tries to like shake his head to clear his eyes of the glitter dust and just ends up shedding glitter all over the place. And now there's like a <laughs> cloud of glitter around his head. <laughs> all right. Damien is going to uh, rapid shot uh, two of his plus two shock uh, cards at that gentleman. Oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, that'll that'll hit. I'm guessing that's a that's a 29 to hit. My goodness. Yep, that will hit. Uh, deals seven points of piercing damage and five points of electricity damage. And we're going to throw another one. Don't get to use rapid shot very often. Oh boy. I rolled a natural 20. So it does actually matter what card I drew because if it matches my alignment, um, I get a plus four on the crit confirmation okay. roll. Let's, let's draw a card. Damien pulls out one card and it embeds itself right in the guy's chest and this is the beating, the beating. <laughs> uh, it is it is a card that has uh, a man being grasped from beneath the ground by multiple undead hands as he drops his candle and is freaked out by the beating he is about to receive it is the it is the neutral evil card of hammers yes it is not a match on either of my alignments so I don't get a bonus to the confirmation roll Okay. But a beating is coming. Okay. <laughs> Rolling to confirm. 26 that'll, to confirm. That'll confirm, yes. This die loves me tonight. Mm, good, good, uh, good. Does the shock damage double on a crit? I can never remember. No, no I've never shock gotten, damage. I've never gotten this is, this, uh, this is one of those places with this great general rule that I recently learned, uh -huh. is extra damage doesn't multiply on a crit, and that would be extra damage. Does point blank shot damage... Multiply yes, on a crit? Yes, that, uh, that okay. multiplies on a crit. Okay, so is, that's... I believe that's an untyped bonus. Okay, okay, so that's eight. 16 points of piercing damage, plus four points electricity damage. All right, he is unconscious. Uh, so, yeah, so this one, um, as Damien throws the card, it glows, and just, like, like spectral hands reach out and grasp on the guy's face as the card goes straight into his eye. Hmm. Uh, and he falls over unconscious and dying. Looking quite close to death, actually. Yeah. So I. F uh, the the guy that was in the house, sort of like cowering in the doorway. Please, please. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't have anything. I. I, I can't. Give We're you not anything. here to hurt you. Lenore uh, says, uh, dropping out of uh, her blood rage. Uh, 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 you, you. You killed those men. They're not dead yet. Uh, Unia's already going over and casting stabilize on the guy who looks real bad, and uh -huh. then on head asshole. Um. And then on the other one? Uh, the, the other guy, he ran away, right? Well, no, the third guy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll cast Stabilize on all of them. Uh, 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 I don't want any trouble. No, don't don't, trouble. don't worry about it. We'll drag these guys away from your door. Okay. Where's a nice place you think we can put these uh, knocked out and bloodied assholes uh, on display? I mean, there's an alley down that way. Uh, keep all them. right. Or, wait, you want them on display? Just to let people know that they shouldn't be doing this around here. I mean, there's a there's a there's a pillory in, uh, on Corvosa Boulevard. We'll just uh, we'll just we'll set them up there. Oh, that'll be a nice place for them to wake up. I think. Have just, a good day, sir. Just put a, uh, 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 closes this door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, Siren is tearing up their little flags into like confetti uh-huh. uh, with her with her knife, uh, and just sort of scattering them as as we go to the uh, yeah to the pillory and yes. just. Just sort of set them there. You know, so are you locking them into the pillory or are you putting them... Oh, the yes. Pillory, pillory being, uh, in yes. case you aren't familiar, it's with the thing with like the little head hole and the Oh, right, yes, holes. yes. Yes, I would like to lock them in the pillory. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now you can't... I don't think you would be able to... Unless you carry a lock around with you. No. Uh, lock it. But it, it would be it would be unlocked right now because there's nobody in it. I'll put them in the pillory, yeah. All right, and so you put them in uh, the pillories. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you putting like any signs on them or anything or anything like that? Yeah, no shakedowns uh, on, few, one, on, on one. A few people uh, would look at you doing this and just, and just be like, huh. Yeah, one will say no shakedowns. Next one will say next time. Third one, death. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, all right. Um, and with that, you have prevented a shakedown. Uh, would you like to do anything else? Just you know, wipe the, the wipe and or uh, um, press to digitate the blood off of ourselves. Unia is going to try to treat deadly wounds on uh, Damien's head, uh, so we're gonna roll for that. Uh, this will this should allow me if I succeed on a DC twenty heal check to heal Damien some damage without using yet another charge on my cure moderate wounds wand. Guess what? They succeeded on the check. They got a 21 to heal. Oh no, If I, only if I exceed their DC by 10 or more do I add knowledge planes. One hit point per eventually. level of the creature. If I exceed the DC by 5 or more, add my wisdom modifier. So Damien heals 6 hit points. He's still a little hurt. Uh, yes. But he's okay. Um, he's got a bandage around his head. Uh, it's He's got a little bit of a bruise forming. Okay. Um, but he's okay. Okay. With that, we will continue on our way um, over. A few gangs, a few gangs in the in the area would see you putting these guys in the pillory and just be like, oh, we got new guys in town," and they sort of regard you for a moment, but they don't seem to want to deal with this. Right? <laughs> Can I just make an intimidate check? Yeah, yeah. Give, <laughs> give me an intimidate check. Everybody rolls. Everybody rolls. Glower at them. Glower at the people who are taking, who are extorting the innocent people of Old Corvosa. <laughs> okay. Is Siren renowned in this area for uh, under her vigilante identity? Not yet? really. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't really know who you are in Old okay. Corvosa. No, that's fine. Uh, so Siren got a thirteen. I rolled a two on die. Damien <laughs> got a five because I also rolled a two on die for him. Um. Unia got a 15. Okay. Uh, and Lenore got a 16. So okay. Yeah, uh, you 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 managed to uh you managed to see a few people uh who were dressed in various gang colors uh quicken their pace a little bit, move away from you. All right. Um yeah, I don't I don't know how long this uh or how helpful that's gonna be in the long term? Probably not very much, but maybe it'll maybe it'll keep somebody from getting shaken down. Uh, we will continue. Uh, I would like to sort of slip back into the shadows here uh, and continue on our way over to the west end of Corvosa uh, to Giatori's Toys. Yep. Are you going there first, or are you going to um, Kester? I'll go to Kester's first, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, check on Kester. Check. I'm gonna roll stealth. 
that's better. Those are better rolls. Very good rolls. Damien got a, a 27 with a natural 20. Ophelia got a 21. Uh, okay. And a 20, yeah, 21. Um, Lenore got a... <laughs> Lenore got an 8. Uh, and uh, Unia got a 14. Everybody being relatively stealthy. Damien yes. and Ophelia being exceptionally stealthy. Yeah, you managed to move your way into uh, bridge front without, att- without attracting that much attention to yourself. So let's go to the bridge front shingles. Okay. Go over to where Kester is and his mother's reside. All right. One sec. I'm going to check something real quick. <coughs> okay. So, uh, you make your way up through uh, the various levels of the shingles onto the third level of this place near Merciless Way. Mm-hmm. And as you're actually, as you're climbing, uh, you would be able to see a street uh, with vultures and things hovering above it. Oh, shit. Uh, out toward the west. Um, you can't really see the street itself, but you can see the birds gathered. Oh my god. Um, both Lenore and, uh, Unia are gonna bow their heads and say prayers to their respective gods. Mm-hmm. Damien um, and Ophelia look stricken. And that would be the merciless way that Cressida was telling you about. Yeah. Now called merciless way for a third reason. So you make your way through the shingles up to uh, Consena and Tiora's home. Yeah. And you will find them there sitting on the little boxes in their house you find Consena and Tiora hey sorry to bother you and they look up at you and they look shell shocked oh shit Kester they they took him who took him people in masks hell knights Hell Knight in a mask. He had a symbol emblazoned on his armor. A red tower in flames. They came here. They said that he was... They said that he was in danger. Would I... Would I recognize this Hell Knight Order symbol? She said... uh, So she describes it as... A red tower consumed in black and dark red flames etched onto a silver circle. Uh, you can make, I think, a knowledge nobility check. Okay. Everybody's got ranks. See who we're gonna need to kill. Damien is so shell-shocked that his brain is just nothing. For once, Damien has nothing to add. Uh, Unia got a... 23 on knowledge nobility. Uh, Lenore aids with an 11, and Ophelia got. Ophelia also aids with a 10. So, Yunia, being aware of the sort of shellish way of doing things. Yeah. Yunia. 27. You would know of this order. Um, you would have learned of this order, uh, at- Probably in the in the past month or so, this is a this is a Hell Knight order 
known as the Order of the Pyre. The Order seeks out fanatical and blasphemous witches, warlocks, cultists, shamans, mystics, and madmen throughout Avistan, and purges them with flame and steel. Oh no. They uh, are not one of the original Hell Knight Orders, but they have a fanatical devotion to hunting cultists that harkens back to the original traditions of the Hell Knights. Oh my god. And Tiora will just go, I tried to fight them. I tried to... The Order of the Pyre. And uh, Kinsena, actually Kinsena puts a hand on her arm. I tried to fight them, but I was locked in place. I couldn't move. They said it was for his safety that they needed to remove him from a dangerous environment full of dangerous beliefs. Yonia looks sick. This is what I was worried about. I don't know where they've taken him. I don't know. I swear to you, we will find him and we will make them pay. She sort of looks at you with this conflicted look. Like she knows you're her only hope, but you can also see it in her eyes that she holds Yunia somewhat responsible. She doesn't say anything to that nature. You... You brought me home. Bring my son home. Please. The Order of the Pyre will forever rue the day they attacked your son. And that, I believe, is where we'll end for tonight. Oh my gosh. Oh, frick. Yes. <sighs> oh, guess you. Yep. Kester's been taken. I'm so upset. Kester, he's probably so scared. As the party leaves, Lenore's just gonna put her fist through some boards somewhere. Mm. Those motherfuckers. I'm gonna see their blood pool beneath my feet. Okay. And we'll pick you up with that next time. On <laughs> Curse of the Crimson Throne! Oh boy, Caster! <laughs>Thank you for listening to this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne is the property of Paizo and is used in accordance with the community use policy. For more information, check out paizo.com. Our intro music is Chronospheres of Dr. Genevieve Beaumont by Philip Melvin. For this and other great tracks, check out Philip's Tabletop Music Bazaar on Patreon, link in the description. The closing scene featured Long Note 3 and Oppressive Gloom by Kevin McLeod. His extensive library of royalty-free music can be found at incompetech.com. Sound effects and additional music are provided by the Sirenscape online player. For more soundscapes to use in your own games, check out sirenscape.com. We just released a recap of the party's level 6 abilities. You can find that on our Tumblr to haventoroll.tumblr.com along with copies of our level 6 character sheets. You can follow us on Twitter at to have to roll. I am on Twitter at rain zero. That's R A N E and the number zero daft is on Twitter at daft prodigy. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and a review. Tell your friends about the show. We 
love meeting new people, and the community has offered great opportunities for us to do that. We will be back next time as the party continues their exploration of Old Corvosa. We'll see you then. And until then, have a great week. We're gonna find like a million dice under our coffee table. It's a table. D4. I'm gonna step on it. Oh no! Oh, you added the people coughing to the sirenscape. Yes. <laughs> oh dear! Oh no! Sirenscape added those people coughing to the sirenscape. Thanks, sirenscape. Thanks. I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. No, I love it. <laughs> oh shit! Where are all your fucking tokens? <gasps> you guys are all spread out all They're over all the place. They're all spread out. I think everybody else is down in the uh, down by the great Can you district. Grab them? Sorry, this this so, so one of the suction cups on my on my desk has been a little bit loose, and uh. so every time I put my hand down on my desk, it was depressing it, and then when I would let go, it would unsuction <laughs> and 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 come back up and clink against my uh monitor stand and it's been the most fucking annoying sound that sounds Cause I'm terrible because like, i'm like i'm gonna have to cut this every time it happens what i've finally done is i have wedged a plastic fork <laughs> into the space between the bar uh like next to the suction cup yeah and the and the and the temper glass so that it can't move and now i have stopped it the evil has been defeated and now it has stopped clinking